What's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the official Olivia Rodrigo podcast. Welcome to not on this occasion, the official F1 podcast. Today, we are talking about Bahrain and Saudi Arabia, sort of. We're going to talk about them both because we missed the first race. But first, there's something that I should have done in the first video, but didn't. Well, to be honest, with you guys, the audience, if I talk about something, you should just already know about it. It's kind of on you. But today, I have to introduce the co-host of this. So, I'm here with Delaney. Hello. You guys are just supposed to know. But Woo! Every chair is in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Delaney. So, as an introduction, we'll have Delaney answer a few hot bush... <laughs> Hot, Hot button issues. <laughs> we'll have Delaney answer a few questions, just so you guys kind of know where we're coming from here. So the first one is going to be, who is your favorite F1 driver as of this second, right now? This very, it changes, it fluctuates, but at this very moment, Sergio Perez is my favorite F1 driver right now. And why? 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 <laughs> um, I really think he's, even though he's been in the sport for 10 plus years now, I really think now is kind of like his, he's coming into fruition. He's very much like found the right spot in Red Bull and I really could definitely see him winning a few races. And I think it'd be very exciting if he and Max were at like even playing field to the point where like we're far into the season this year and they're both fighting for the championship. I can definitely see him being that driver. Plus, in interviews and stuff, he's just a very, like, humble, chill dude out of all the drivers. Yes, he has his moments, but he has always kind of been a, one of the nicer ones, so. I think that's totally I – like, I like Sergio Perez, too, which is actually funny because a long time ago when I first started watching F1, he was my least favorite driver <laughs> when he drove for Force India. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, times have changed and definitely deserves to be – Still on it, just definitely. He won last year, so he's better than did oh, yeah. better than Gasly and Albon. What was what was my next? Was it worst team worst, or worst or least favorite least, driver? Least favorite driver. All right, <laughs> least favorite awesome. driver. Make everyone mad. It fluctuates at the moment right now as well, but we will also be talking about our like bottom five drivers later, so you'll see the rest of them. But at the very moment, my least favorite driver. <laughs> I want to say, <laughs> I really want to say Ricardo, but I, it's not the fact that he's a bad driver. It's just the way that he's acting, especially last season and this season, is just very disappointing to me. And so he's become my least favorite. Obviously, I have have other least favorites because they're just like crappy drivers. But like from a person standpoint, as a driver standpoint, Ricardo is really disappointing me right now. So I'm just gonna so say is that him. your like least favorite driver? Is that who you think is the worst right no, now? No, okay. I don't think he's the worst. But I think right now, as like a person, he's my least favorite. Who I think is the worst? It's definitely gonna be either. Uh, it's definitely either Latifi or Stroll. Yeah, but yeah. like the like that's just like that's just because they're just like not no good shocks drivers. There. <laughs> so I'm sure they're great people, but they're also both just like daddy's money like rich kids that just made their way into the sport so oh yeah oh yeah that's my that's not my actual hot take but all right now for your actual hot take <laughs> this is the thing that piss everybody off i have one too that i think oh, will make people mad so i'll say that after yours but i don't know if it's really a hot take <laughs> or not but it it's something that has stuck with me for the past couple of weeks because a fucking Christian Horn. We swear. Are we swearing on this yes, podcast? Okay. <laughs> this is my video. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. So this is a family friendly podcast. This is fairly friendly. PG thirteen. <laughs> Minimum rating. Um, because of what Christian Horner said, 
about which yes i'm gonna play the women card in f1 just about him being like him being like young girls but my hot take is is i somewhat agree with him in a good way i think it's really good that a lot of girls are like oh my god the drivers are so hot before before i don't want to interrupt you but tell everybody what what he he said said. because i only know it from you telling me so i don't know if this was a big I don't. Thing. I don't really know if it's a big thing. I saw it on TikTok on the Clock app <laughs> that he came on a on someone's podcast. I should do more research on it, but he came on somebody's podcast and basically said along the lines of that he's excited that the sport is growing, but that Drive to Survive and those types of things have made a broader audience for young girls and not young women, um, which a lot of women were really upset about because it's also like okay, we're not girls. Like most of the people, most of the women that are like into F one are like adults and like can actually understand it. But he said the reasoning behind why they were really getting into it was because all the drivers are really good looking. Not for the fact that like, it's a fun sport to watch that like, you know, the analytics are really cool. And that it's just like a, a good sport overall. They just said, oh, the drivers are good looking, which first of all, 90% of the time they're wearing their fucking helmets. So like, yeah, I'm totally gonna watch it because they're good looking. They but are good looking. They are but... good looking. Like, like I said, so my hot take is he's not 100% wrong, but I think it's in a good way that like it's introducing them. <laughs> introducing them Beach. to the... If you hear any scraping in the background, we promise there's nothing sus going We're on. Not, it's just, we did not kidnap anyone to it's be my dog. It's my dog, Peach. Uh, she may be making a special... For this episode. For the next episode, we will kidnap someone. Yes, we will kidnap somebody and have them interview. Um, but my hot take is uh, that, girl, that young girls young girls, as Christian Hunter said, but women are getting into it because the drivers are really cute. But I think a lot of women are staying because they're, okay, Peach. Hey. About to put you in jail, Peach. Put you in jail, Peach. Um, But I think a lot of, I think Christian Hunter is somewhat right that a lot of girls and women are like following the sport because the drivers are really cute. But I think once they actually start following it and actually start looking into it more that they stay for just how fun the sport is and how the, the the drama and the politics and everything behind it. Um, plus, I don't really think, I mean, I know a lot of drivers have other opinions about Drive to Survive and how they think it's really awful and everything. I think it was a really good thing for the sport. It got me back into the sport after a lot of years. So My hot take is about Drive to Survive. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I think it's a good thing. Um, and I think it's definitely done a lot more good than bad. Obviously, it's not at all. Like, if you just watch Drive to Survive and you're like, yeah, I'm a Formula One fan. It's like, no. Like, it's, <laughs> like watching Drive to Survive after, like, being really immersed into Formula One, it's like, okay, this is good a good highlight reel of what happened. But there's a lot more that happens to it. So that's my I hot take. I think that's, yeah, I'd say that kind of actually ties in a little bit. The, the idea of coming for one reason but staying for another reason yeah. kind of comes into my hot take which i could probably go on about this for like four hours yeah. not really but like i could go on in on this but i think drive to survive is not as important to the growth of f1 as many people think or say it is it's not not important right like you just said it's like what you got you back or whatever yeah but if you go on like Twitter or like Instagram or like all those forums or whatever you'll all talk and you hear people talk about F1's growth they'll always say oh well that's what drive to survive will do yeah. for you and that's true but I think of drive to survive as uh, so we're in an apartment right now yeah. F1 is the apartment and drive to survive is the steps we took to get to the apartment right we need we needed the steps to get here but if we got here and there was no apartment We'd leave. Right, exactly. So F1 ha- already had a big, like, 
social media, like social media on F1 is so much better yeah. than IndyCar or NASCAR. You can't, you can make a drive to survive for IndyCar or NASCAR, yeah. but it's not going to stick the way it did for drives or for F1 mm-hmm. because it's almost like a movie. I feel like, like F1 was like already like a serialized Netflix series before yeah. drive to survive even came out. Like yeah, they just do a like- wait. They just do a way better job of like marketing the drivers yes. and actually knowing them than any of the other motorsports do. It's like a backdoor access to like the F1 paddocks, which is cooler. Like I think definitely cooler than what people have seen in the past, which why which is why it probably did so yeah. well. I so I think Drive to Survive definitely is largely responsible for people coming to F1, mm-hmm. but to act like it's solely responsible and that was the only thing F1 did right is wrong. Yeah. And I think most people would probably agree with that. I think the only people who don't agree with that don't actually watch F1. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So anyone who's watching this probably will agree with me on that. So it might not really have been a hot take, but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. That's. Yay. Now we can actually get into discussions on yes. what we are going to talk today. So I had, first of all, before we jump into. 2022 the new flashy cars mm-hmm. we're gonna go back to the controversial end to 2021 we're going back in time i have to find it like what was exactly. it five months ago so this is something i don't think i've ever really properly talked about on like my channel because i was sort of waiting for something like this better because i don't really ever do videos where i talk about stuff that actually happens in F1. I sort of just pass it off. But on the last, but on the predictions video, which is essentially the pilot for this podcast, I got a comment two weeks ago. It says, greetings. What you guys thoughts on Abu Dhabi? Nice. Thank you for that comment. I know a lot of people watch from other countries, so. (laughs) I'm sure Google Translate has helped you out there. (laughs) So Abu Dhabi, I'm assuming he's talking about the specifically the last lap and the safety car and Michael Massey and all that stuff. So just as some like just as some like foundation for our thoughts on the current season, we will go back and talk about the most talked about topic of 2021, which yeah. is the safety car restart. So I guess as a whole, what do you think of that? Is that was that the right thing to do that they did? What they did was that right or was Hamilton wrongfully robbed and should they have taken it on lap 57 so I, I to give the the listeners some idea of where i stand in the whole hamilton the whole hamilton versus Verstappen argument as a whole just not even looking at the nitty-gritty i think it's great that Verstappen won his first championship that's awesome i think you know as Toto Wolf said himself everything has a shelf life and i definitely think it's Hamilton's shelf life is coming up very quickly and a lot of people, including Hamilton, aren't realizing that, that he's done this for a very long time. And a lot of new fans are like, oh, wow, Hamilton's okay. It's like, no, he's been in the game for a pretty for a pretty long while now. Uh, I think it's time that he kind of makes his way out, you know, kind of thing, you know, slowly trickle down all the teams and leave. But, I mean, when I first was watching it, I actually watched it recorded because I watched it with my dad and my dad recorded it. And me and my dad the entire time watching that whole race all together, we were like, Psh. Hamilton's going to win this. This is bullshit. We're just going to ignore it. Me and him are like cooking dinner. We're cleaning. We're like watching in the background. And then it was Latifi that crashed, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Latifi crashed. My dad was like, oh, safety car. And I was like, whoa. But then we were like, ah, there's lap cars. Da, 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 whatever. 
And my dad's more of an F1 aficionado, so he knows more. But my first initial thoughts were like, man, this is really going to suck for Verstappen because, like, this, that's it. The, the race is over. And the commentators, when they kept talking back and forth, back and forth, like, oh, this, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. I was just so confused the entire time. So, honestly, from my opinion, I don't really think I know enough about the exact rules to be like, that was right, that was wrong. I think it was fun. I think it was really fun to just be like, all right, this entire crazy season just comes down to one single lap. Like, I think that's just, that is the very, like, literally Hollywood couldn't even think of that. Like, that that was very much like a history in the making type of thing, and it'll never, ever happen again. So I think that'll be fun to have that the only time and people can look back at it. But I don't know. Who am I to say to be like, that's right, that's wrong. But I liked it. I liked that Verstappen one in my opinion. I don't think Hamilton got robbed. I think everybody's just crying. Because if he wouldn't have gotten robbed, if he just did better throughout the whole season, <laughs> it just had more points and it wouldn't have gotten to that point. And you can also say the same thing for Hamilton, or for Max. So, there you go. I thought the ending to Abu Dhabi was the coolest thing I've ever seen, ever. And probably the greatest motorsport thing I've ever witnessed. And I think everyone knew that season, the whole season was kind of like that. Yeah. I will say that um, I mean, I mean, it's, it kind of sounds like from a rule stance, like it shouldn't have happened, but I think the way the rules are written allows for it to happen, at least the way that they were written at the time. And so I don't really see why I do see why people are complaining because, oh, but I, I don't think it was wrong for them to do it. I don't think taking it at lap 57 instead of running the last lap. Tissue it's a very touching moment. <laughs> Hamilton was robbed. <laughs> that was like the funniest thing that came out of all of it. People were just like, robbed. He was robbed. I'm like, all right. Obviously, none of you watched the rest of the effing season because like, he did not do good. Like, if he did how he normally races and if Max wasn't as good as he is, like, he would have just driven away with it and been the like, crown champion five races prior to fucking Abu Dhabi. But he didn't. So, yeah. I think the main thing is that in F1, anything can happen at any time and you should expect that to happen. And it is, I mean, I do understand why Mercedes and them were mad because they did bring the, they did bring their shit to Abu Dhabi. They were a lot better than Red Bull, but I think shit happens. And I think the rules, I, I think the lapped car rules should be changed. I said this before, I think you should be able to send the lapped cars to the back. I don't think you should... I think the rule, the fact that you either keep them there or let them go by the safety car is not right. I think they should have a rule where, like, at the last 10 laps, they just make them go to the back. Because right. they're lap cars. They can't – they're lapped down for a reason. Like, yeah. they're the slower guys. So, right. I I don't know. I think – where they belong. <laughs> In the back. <laughs> I, f- I feel like also it's fun, too, because I was watching a lot of videos and stuff after that, trying to figure out just, like, what the hell happened and, like – I stumbled across one video of like the um, like the onboard radios of the drivers when they were like when the safety car happened they were like oh they literally were like oh are we gonna unlap like are we gonna move like a few of them were like oh are we gonna go by and they were like no stay where you are but then when they were like okay only you are gonna go and a few of them were like that's not right like even the drivers were like that's what the heck yeah I mean I I'd say it wasn't maybe the best handled situation yeah. but I still think I mean. <laughs> It still was awesome. You can't end. You can't end a championship under the safety car. Yeah, like you just no. can't that do that. So like, like, sure, you you can. Like, you can, but you yeah. shouldn't. Like, I don't care. 
I don't care what anyone says. Abu Dhabi was like the best thing ever. Yeah. And if you're sad that you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cry about it. Yeah. I, that's all I fucking say to you. Right. Like. <laughs> well, I think I think it's funny too because I think you and I talked about it like the day or two after it happened or whatever, and you were like, "Yeah, like Michael Max, Michael Massey, Massey had a, a a fix with Red Bull. Like he was a, they were in his pocket type of thing, blah blah." But I think I think overall, just the whole experience was the best part, and I think. I think you and I quote the fucking radios all the time from yes, that race. Yes, if, if they didn't go back to the safety car, we would not have no Michael, no, no Michael, Michael, no. no. <laughs> so, and then the Toto, it's it's motor racing. It's called a motor race. Like that to me was just like yes, because I think, I mean, we could, I could have a whole other video talking about the fucking team principles and their egos, and it was just fun to see. Next Toto. episode, team principal team rating. Team principal rating. <laughs> team principal. I don't rating. even know most of them, but. I'm the social coordinator of F1. I know everybody. <laughs> All right. So that is Abu Dhabi. Cry about it. Cry about it. Sorry. <laughs> Happened. It's over. We're on to 2022 now. Exactly. So Everybody starts at zero points again, so who cares? So speaking of 2022, so we're going to rank everyone. Like what? We're going to rank the teams and the drivers. But first, new regulations. What, what have you thought about? The races, the two races so far, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, two very different tracks. Yeah. Bahrain, typically a really good race. Saudi Arabia, mm. not. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I guess there's only been one other one, but yeah. I mean, between, I have, between me and you, shouldn't be, yeah, they shouldn't I be racing there. I have but, my right? opinions about Saudi Arabia, but I will not share them <laughs> just because. We will have the shitting on Saudi Arabia as a country. <laughs> as a country. As, as we saw in the next Friday episode. practice, that they were literally like, bombs <laughs> happening but anyways um what was the question again sorry oh with the thoughts on regulations. did you think yeah. that they worked i think so far what we're seeing it's working really well i the biggest thing that i'm hearing a lot of from the like the just the social media and everybody is like talking about the whole like overtaking um just with the new cars like just how when you're able to overtake and then like the person that you just overtook like can just come right back like it's no longer like oh, I just passed that guy, and here I go. I'm just going to pull away. Like, no, that guy can come right back, as we saw with Max and Leclerc. Like, we saw that happen in Bahrain, and I think that was so fun. And I don't know. At first, I was like, man, they're going to hate these cars. Like, they're, like, awful. Like, everybody just kept complaining about them, and I was like, well, this is just going to be – the first. I, I thought the first couple of races were just going to be, like, a lot of, like, oh, well, the car – I mean, it is. Oh, the cars are, you know, this and that and that, him and hawing about how things aren't working. But I think – at least for the front runners, from what I've heard and seen, that they're like, "Hey, that kind of works. We kind of like it. Like, you know, it's not that bad." Like, but I think they're okay. Yeah, I think they have worked out the way that the FIR wanted them because you can follow now and you can yeah. pass. I do think this has been an interesting first two races because they have the DRS zones back to back. Basically, the DRS zones are back to back. So you've been able to, to like make a move and then repass, like how they did in Bahrain and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I think, I would say I want to see how it goes on a track that has the DRS zones more spread out across the track because yeah. right now, I actually think, and it, it differs track to track too with DRS, but I actually think DRS is like a little bit too powerful. I think they should yeah. shrink it a little bit because I mean. The moves, I don't want to call them easy, but I mean, there's there's not a lot of defense you can really do against those DRS overtakes right now. Yeah. And so I feel like 
it'll be different at some tracks where the, the, the lanes are shorter or the zones are shorter themselves. But I would like to see more of like a DRS gets you alongside of them. Yeah. But you have to make the move in the corner. Right. Because didn't like in Saudi Arabia, there was that one super long one that like Hamilton overtook Magnuson and where it's like, it's just like the whole straight is just DRS. Like that to me is like, I feel like it should be like right before a corner or right after a corner. And then just like a few feet and then you're like, all right, you're yeah. done. Because I mean, I mean, they added a lot of DRS zones because the last regulations were like really hard to overtake on. Yeah. I feel like we should maybe like i don't like Bahrain doesn't need three drs zones i don't think Mm-mm. i think you can get rid of i don't know which one you'd get rid of the one on the back straightaway is kind of useless yeah um in saudi arabia I, it only has two but you I, could cut down the the long back straightaway you can start it at the second half of the straightaway yeah. aren't but they the, like gonna move the saudi arabian track like they're like talking about it because of like, oh yeah they're off. not even like they're not even gonna race there yeah next year. i actually have the I have the picture of the new Saudi Arabia track because it's stupid. It looks like a spectacle, but it might not actually. It, it looks like yeah. Saudi Arabia. It looks like we want to get a track that everyone's talking about. So you can. Okay, so it could be cool. <laughs> Figure eight like Suzuka. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> we'll see. If it's anything better than this, I mean, fuck. Like, I mean, there's so many fucking crashes. It's not going to be a street circuit, I don't think. So that'll be better. Yeah. But I mean, there's 34 turns, so yeah, yeah. it's going to be. Um, it looks like there's two DRS zones. Cool. So it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely unique. Um, but it looks kind of crazy. crazy. Like it looks pretty freaky. Maybe, like yeah, maybe they're trying to too, put too many bells and whistles on it. They're trying to be like. That's yeah. what I think is happening. I think Let's it's too this, crazy. This and this and this and oh my god, I want to see this. Let's put that on there too. I mean, to be fair, they kind of had like a blank slate to do whatever they wanted, really. So. With the Saudi Arabian money, too, of course. Ooh, that's Saudi money. All Ooh, right. that's Saudi money. <laughs> so what we are going to do now is we are going to give you our F1 Constructors Pyramid. It's like our top 10, sort of, but it's a pyramid. And can you can you explain what the pyramid is? Because cause it, was, it was your idea, so I don't really know anything. I don't know what it's from. So Oh, can I? It is... Um, Okay, so this is for my niche audience that watched Dance Moms on TLC back in the early, the, the late 2000s, no early one, 2010s. No one. If you did, look it up because this this is the most drama filled. I, I'd say it's equally as dramatic as F1 when it comes to Dance Moms pyramids. And I hope Noel puts in a picture of what it looks like because this is what it this is what it looks like. All right, so basically, Abby Lee runs this dance studio. She has all these dancers, and at the beginning or end of each week i think it's the end she ranks all the girls all these like prepubescent girls by how good they are as dancers but she just ends up trashing them the entire time so she usually go like really dramatic like at the bottom of the pyramid is and, like rip a paper off to show their like headshot be like it was you because you fell in your dance and stuff like that like like that basically is how we're gonna do it so we're just gonna be like at the bottom of the pyramid williams because you still suck like kind of thing <laughs> so that's it and we each have our, I guess we technically each have our own pyramid. Yeah. And we're just going to discuss um, why everyone, why we put them there. And and this is going to be my favorite part because I get to shit on the shitty teams. I get to be a couch <laughs> couch F1 fan, a couch team strategist. And yes. talk about who is doing bad. Because I usually don't like to, I usually don't like to just trash everyone, but I sometimes do. it's fun. I do. Who do you have at the bottom of the F1 pyramid? Who is 
sucking right now. Williams. <laughs> Williams, really? Really? Wow, what a shock there. Um, it's, it's self-explanatory. <laughs> That's all. It's just they just are. I like that they got Alex Albon in there. I think he did okay in Bahrain. I think he really had some. They were like excited, but I think that was like ninety-nine percent adrenaline. <laughs> For him, so, but fucking if Latifi crashes one more time, he's going to be the new, I don't know, who crashed a lot last year. We're trying to think, new fucking Mazepin. That's who he's going to be. <laughs> yeah, so I picked Aston Martin at number 10 to be different, to be special, to, be to, special. Be, to put it on my refrigerator. I picked, I didn't pick Williams. I mean, I think Williams is definitely like worse, but I feel like to me, Aston Martin... I don't know. The expectation for Williams to be bad was kind of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I, I'm. I'll talk more about Williams next. Spoiler for my next pick, Spoiler. I guess. But, it's... but I mean, Whoa. for for Aston Martin, I really can't believe that they built a car that's so off the pace. I mean, Alex Albon at the very least made it into Q two in Bahrain. Yeah. And none of the Aston Martins did. I don't think. I don't remember if any of them made it into Q two in Saudi Arabia, but. Alex Albon was going to pass Lance Stroll, like yeah. he, they wrecked. But I think, and, and it's hard to say because they have a relief driver. Yeah. So I guess we don't really know how goodish. I mean, like Hulkenberg was like he he did good in some parts of the races, and then he just fell back. But it's also like, yeah, you haven't been racing in F one for what is it, two or three years now since he left. It's been since twenty twenty since he raced, and he was a relief driver back then too. So it's been yeah. three years since three he years. was a real. A real driver. <laughs> a real boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm extreme. I'm very disappointed with where Aston Martin is because I, they've got a lot, like, they got they got a lot of money too. Like, yeah, we didn't forget know. about that Lawrence Stroll money. Like, we, and I will say from an aesthetic standpoint, Aston Martin is definitely my top five favorite looking cars. <laughs> that was a really good looking car too. I like I, it. Yeah. Aston Martin can only build a car, I guess, if they're like, copying somebody else. Yes. So, <laughs> Copy somebody else, please. Yes. So number nine, um, I already revealed that my number nine pick is Williams. Um, It's pretty self-explanatory. I'm amazed. Like it was, it was not easy picking these last two because I I tossed because I'm amazed that Williams, the rule set, the rules change, and they still have like the shittiest car. Like I, I just, I'm amazed that they're in basically the same spot as they were last year and the year before and the year before and the year before. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Williams. I mean, Alex Albon. I mean, it, I, even George Russell last year would make it into Q two sometimes. So it's Alex Albon now makes it to Q two, and Latifi Whoa. qualifies last. So yeah. it's, it's like, kind of the same. So it's yeah. like I don't really give a fuck about Williams. Like, yeah. get better. Like, it's really uninteresting mm-hmm. to see them there. We just like flipped. <laughs> I mean, my number nine was Aston Martin. So. <laughs> Um, my main reason for that is because I have a little bit of hope that they'll do fine. They'll do a little bit better when Vettel gets back. So hopefully, I mean, it's kind of concerning that he was gone for two weeks and Ricardo was just like bounced back real quick from COVID right before Bahrain. So I did find that interesting too. Yeah, perhaps. But, but I mean, Vettel's a little bit older. He may have just gotten it worse. I mean, everybody gets COVID differently. So, but I think it's. I just hope that they're not going to be like, well, Vettel can't race another five races or something. And then it's just like, they're just stuck with, if they're stuck with Hulkenberg for the next handful of races, they're screwed. They're just going to be like Williams green brother. (laughs) I hope they do better as well. But, um, and I guess we'll see if they do better because I mean, there's still, I mean, it's a new rules. They could have just not figured it out yet. And once they do, 
but and they have the driver well they have Vettel Lance Stroll is <laughs> they have Lance Stroll is a different topic I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about Lance Stroll a little bit later <laughs> so number so number eight who is your number eight my number eight sadly had to be McLaren because I was gonna put Mercedes at first but I feel like McLaren they had so much potential at testing and they're just not doing good and their car is just like not great and i'm like a little concerned but i had to put mclaren because everybody else kind of like makes sense where they are so i want them to do better i really do but i mean what did what did uh norris finish in sorry he was up there he finished He's, he finished top 10 yeah, no he finished sixth i think so no in saudi arabia yeah no, he finished seventh. Okay, so it's not bad, but still, he like almost finished sixth. And then fucking, but Ricardo retired. So it's like, all right, if they have the same car, like Norris just probably got a lucky day. So I don't know. That's oh your... yeah, the Mercedes engine is terrible. Yeah, that's how we've talked about all three of the Mercedes engine cars boom, so boom, far. Boom, besides right Mercedes themselves, I'm really curious if Mercedes is your number seven because that's <laughs> definitely a, a thing. That's definitely an interesting talking Hot point. Twist. Because <laughs> I, I also had McLaren at number eight because for the same reasons because they yeah they had brake issues I think for the Bahrain test that they could never they couldn't solve in time so hopefully they bring upgrades that make that better they were only a, I think they were only a little bit off of Q3 this time so hopefully they get better but yeah definitely especially it sucks for Norris because I thought. I mean, I thought I I really thought McLaren could build a car that competes for the championship. Yeah. But they would, and that right now, they're just not. Right, and all the reports are even saying too. It's like there's no like, oh, it's an easy fix. Like with Red Bull, like Red Bull's like, we got it, we got it fixed. Like McLaren's just like, no, like they're all just like shrugging their shoulders. Like we'll just have to see and. Yeah, I think the new the new car regulations kind of shafted them a little bit. I, I I think I even saw an interview today that Ricardo said he wouldn't be surprised if they win in 2022 still. So mm. he's at least optimistic about that they'll figure out the problems and be back up there. A little a little cutback to our our uh, our predictions video. Do you remember how I said I think Ricardo's going to retire? I do. They literally when they were releasing that. Um, uh vegas is gonna be a race next year ricardo literally said it could have been a joke but he literally said in the interview well i was gonna retire but not anymore (laughs) i think ricard i mean i think he i think he i don't think he will because i think i mean he'll give the regulations like next year another chance but i think ricardo has proven that he is not he doesn't want to be an f1 to build a team or play second fiddle anyone no so if they if mclaren doesn't show up and they get their shit at together. least next year yeah he'll be gone i don't know if he'll jump ship this year um he could he definitely could especially if they stay in mm-hmm. the back but yeah we'll see we'll see about ricardo retiring it's definitely something that could happen so number seven I'm on, I'm going to start this question even though I'm way more interested to hear what you have to say about your number 7 cuz number 7 for me is Alpha Tauri. Oh. Because I think I think where I think Williams and Aston Martin are like defined back markers. Yeah. McLaren is a little bit in their own right now. Yeah. Sort of not a back marker but not like a lower midfield. And so I think honestly I think 7 to 4 for me is like really close like but yeah, Alpha Tauri, I'm just kind of not really. I don't know. I just don't think it's. I'm like just not that impressed, really. Um, yeah. I, I think. 
As I mentioned before, I hate Yuki Tsunoda. He did have a good bar in Grand Prix, but... <laughs> and now everyone, some reason, agrees with me that Yuki Tsunoda's a dickhead. But... All right, all right. Okay, I finished the season, all right? And he's not fun anymore, okay? I made the prediction to be before Drive to Survive came out. But hey, you know, like Max says, you know, maybe Drive to Survive just painting a bad picture of him. But honestly, I don't think they did. <laughs> so I think they have, like, pace. They just haven't found it yet. And so right now, I think they're definitively behind the other midfield cars, Mm -hmm. but I still think it's a midfield. It's like still a midfield car. They could easily flip it and be fourth in the next few weeks. So, but right now I just, especially last year with Gasly qualifying fourth, like I just haven't seen that even in testing yet, but it's only two races. So right now though, I'm just not super impressed without the Tauri. So they are in my number seven. (laughs) And now you're number seven. My number seven, as you all know, is Mercedes. Um, from a team standpoint, I put them there because I think the way that they're handling this whole, like, I, what do they call it? The way that they're handling this whole, like, damage control BS is, like, very disappointing from an, from an eight fucking... Eight fucking times they've won the Constructors' Championship and all of a sudden they're just like, boop, sorry. Like, what? And, like, I think... Yes, I'll give them some time to figure their shit out. It's all new cars. I get it. But it's like, it's fucking Mercedes, dude. Like, you have the most money. Not, like, a crazy amount of money like they used to, like, because of all the regulations with that and everything. But it's like, as individual drivers, I think Hamilton is 90, I want to say 90, 70% of it is in his head. The other 30% is the car. Because if, if Russell can, you know, get up there and be in the top 10, and Hamilton did in Bahrain, but I think in Saudi Arabia, his, like, Sorry, excuse of just like, oh, I don't know. It just happened. I don't know. Finishing 10th, whatever. I don't think he would have finished 10th if all those people didn't retire. I think he would have been a little bit further back. But I think there was like six people that retired during the race. So. Alonzo was ahead of him. So. Yeah. So he would I don't remember where Ricardo or anyone else was, but yeah. Alonzo definitely was ahead of him. Also, Mercedes is not my favorite team. So I'd, I'm like, I put them back there for that reason. So I put them at a higher pedestal of, of most a high seven a high, yes. a high, he's a high seven but i think for driver wise i think russell's doing great but if you kind of even look at the gap between russell and like the top four it's still a considerable gap like it's not a mercedes gap like it's it's, it's yeah quite it's, definitely, a, it's yeah. quite a bit like i think they definitely can be better so yeah i think it's kind of the same as how I put Aston Martin last, even though they're yeah. probably not the worst team. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I... Like, I hope they do better. <laughs> Peach, you need to go. Go. But, yeah, I hope Mercedes does do better, I think. If they do, they'll, they'll move up on my pyramid. Simple as that. I, I want I want three cars to be competing for the championship. Four, if McLaren can get their shit together. I think that'd be amazing. But right now, they're just not. That is interesting, Mercedes. I think that is... I definitely think they are. Mm-hmm. They, they're they definitely off, and Lewis Hamilton is definitely performing. I mean, it's only based off two races, but you can say based off two races, Russell is kind of performing a little bit better. Especially, I mean, it's a new team right. that Russell's at. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mercedes definitely have dropped the ball. They probably had to develop their car late into 2021, their 2021 car, because they were fighting for the championship. Right. But so did Red Bull, and... Red Bull with just one, so right. it's interesting. But Mercedes, I think, does have the least amount of wind tunnel time right now because of the way that they changed that. Right. So, yeah, but I mean, Mercedes definitely have, definitely off. 
Yeah. I didn't sure. put him that low, but. <laughs> Sorry. We're cut through here. <laughs> I got a Benadryl if you want one. Black dye. Is it laced? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's laced with peach. Yeah, can I, I don't know. Can I? Yeah. Can I? I also have like. We are taking a commercial break. This this podcast is sponsored by NordVPN. NordVPN. <laughs> um, I love it. Have you ever wanted to watch Netflix shows <laughs> in different countries or that are not available? <laughs> Let me take both so that the rest of this podcast <laughs> so that the rest of this podcast can be on competing medication. There you go. <laughs> I think that's a good idea for maybe maybe a next episode. Yeah. Fuck, dude. We'll just I'll take something and then you'll take something and we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> we do not condone drugs. Well, I didn't say that, but well, <laughs> maybe I'm just gonna give you the box back. Okay. Um, my number six is Alpha Tauri. So we basically just flipped again. <laughs> so, um, I just picked that because I I agree with you. I think they're very much like they could definitely move up. Um. I see potential in both of them. I definitely saw some good moments in both races for both Gasly and uh, Sonoda. So I think they can do well. They're very much like a... I think they're like right in the middle, middle of the pack, though. Like, I think they're very... They're right there kind of thing. So not so much back middle. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I've I've Alpine. I think I've Alpine as number six. Um, I think they've just been more impressive. Maybe it's down to their drivers. They do have more experience in both of their drivers. Esteban Ocon. I think he's been around longer than Gasly. Um, maybe only just a little bit. But I don't know. I I, I think Alpha Alpine. They're fourth in the constructors right now, so their drivers have been doing a lot better. But I think in terms of like car. It's just not, it's, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's not there because it is there. They're really close to fourth. All the, all of my picks to fourth are really close together. Um, and I was pretty impressed with Alpine because I thought they were, for some reason in my head, I thought that was the team that was going to fall off or be a little bit worse compared to last year. Sort of like how Aston Martin ended up. I thought that was going to happen with Alpine and it didn't. And they're fourth right now and not too far off. I think. I think as we'll go up to the next two teams, I think there's more like potential that just hasn't been shown from the teams I have above them. But Alpine is pretty good right now, and I think they'll definitely be in the fight longer. And my brother's favorite team is Alpine for some reason. I don't know. Why. Weird. I hate their cars right now, but hopefully they'll go back to the blue because I do like the. I, I've been calling them the Pink Panthers. <laughs> they look exactly like the Racing Point. Yeah. I keep calling it a racing point. I'm having, they even I'm have having the, non-flashbacks to Racing Point every time I see them. And I'm like, no. They even don't. have the same team principal now. So yeah, um, it's basically a racing point. Right. So number five. Number five, I have Alfa Romeo. Mm-hmm. I think they haven't been able to show how good the car is because Bottas retired in Saudi Arabia. But he was there. He was in eighth, I think. And... I get what is it? I guess it's Joe Guan Yu that we're supposed to call him now. Joe, no. yeah, Joe Guan Yu. Not the flip that predictions video dated. Sorry, don't worry about it. It's okay. We're so, learning. So, um, I think I mean he he did really good in Bahrain, and I think that shows a lot. And he finished eleventh still, I think, in Saudi Arabia. So I definitely think as the season progresses, he's going to get better. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think really they're only behind Alpine because of that and the retirement. So I think it, in terms of like a car, in terms of like a team car like type thing, it's better. Yeah. Also, I really want Bottas to win. I really I, want the redemption uh, arc of Valtteri Bottas so badly. Same. Like, I, I think my number five is also Alfa Romeo. I think. Diesel. Yeah. Alfa. <laughs> Alfa. But Sauber. I think I agree with you that they their car is not 100% like, oh, yeah, their car is really good. But, I mean, they're, they are definitely, I'd say they're, like, in, in the running to be, like, the best of the rest type of thing. So, um, but... I would love to see Botas just absolutely just like win it for whatever reason. Like and I think I, I think it was in Bahrain when he qualified right before like right behind Hamilton, right in front of. I like texted my dad like a meme of like somebody like creeping up and I was like Botas watching in the shadows and like it just made me laugh. I was like, Yes, love to see it. So but I don't know. I think having a, a as we see from other teams, having a seasoned veteran driver and a brand new rookie driver kind of balances your team in a weird way so Bottas for the win Bottas for the win we are a team Bottas here <laughs> we're just Bottas is like the middle child that nobody really liked so we're trying to just support him we will support you Valtteri Bottas yes come on the podcast come on the podcast <laughs> that'd be pretty cool if we just got him to like come to this apartment like just... <laughs> hey come to my random like 800 square foot apartment that'd be great number four 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 I think I I know what your number four is going to be. Well, what is your number four? My number four is Alpine, actually. (laughs) I think, I not only did I put them there because they're number four in the constructors, but I think watching them race in Saudi Arabia was so fun that like I was like, oh shit, like this. Seeing them do that with each other means that they have a chance to kind of fight their way up through the middle of the pack and like be up there. So. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that Alonzo retired and, you know, o- Ocon didn't really, I don't know what he finished in Saudi Arabia. Let's see. I think he finished. He's six. Oh, six. Yeah. So he's behind Who Russell. finished fifth? Russell. Oh, duh. I forgot yeah. about Russell. <laughs> so. You I mean that Mercedes, that, that seventh sh- best Mercedes? <laughs> like I said, not based on the drivers. We're going we're gonna to get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Alpine as a unit because i think Ocon is finally seasoned enough and um you know alonzo is finally out of his grandpa stage he's able to be like you know what no fuck that i'm rust fighting is again. off the rust is off he's he put the cane off. away yeah <laughs> he said he said hold this <laughs> so i think i think they have a shot of being a pretty stellar team or they don't they could just <laughs> tank it like you know yeah that's the thing everyone could fall off yeah and ever and the the guys in the back could figure it out oh sidebar do you remember uh, me telling you about the podcast i was listening to about the number thing on mercedes like the numbers yeah, yeah. apparently for ferrari did the exact same thing for the last race and they like posted they about it specifically their numbers yeah their um, numbers and so the guy who like talks about the podcast was like maybe ferrari heard my podcast and they were like hey that's not a bad idea man <laughs> so they did it maybe ferrari will listen to this podcast and in that case i have a suggestion i think you should make your car yellow just cause. <laughs> just cause. <laughs> Fuck it. For no. one race, just do yellow. Like I think I think all the Italians in the entire world would just come after you and would come after fucking Ferrari. Yellow at the Italian Grand Prix. <laughs> oh man. You're asking for it. My number four is Haas, which I'm so excited 
they're, they're I think I know I said this is the middle the I know what the fuck am I even saying? <laughs> I know I said sorry, I'm just very excited to talk about Haas. I should have wore my faded <laughs> I have a really like faded, shitty, fake Haas F one shirt. I love that. It's like so faded, but instead I have to drink responsibly. Which you should do, but um Heineken zero. <laughs> um but I think Haas are in a fantastic place right now. I think they legitimately have the fourth fastest car. They're in fifth, I think, right now. Yeah. But but I think Mick is so close to scoring points, and when he does, it's gonna start like happen. Like he was close he probably would have made Q3 um if he didn't crash in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And Kevin Magnuson I said he was a flop pick. Oh my and at first, God. yeah, and, at who, first, and who said that it was a bad choice when he came on? Huh? Who? And I was excited. You were like flop. And I was like, all right. I because because when I when I first when I first heard that Kevin Magnuson was coming back, I get PTSD of all the all the years all the years Haas kept Kevin Magnuson and Roman Grosjean. Oh Everyone's God. like, take this guy, take this guy, and then they announced. Magnuson Grosjean. So I was like, oh my God, Magnuson again? Like, it's just the same thing. And I just thought about it. And that was after the first test. And Haas were, like, bad in the first test. Like, they had the least mileage of everyone. Their shit was falling apart. And so I thought Haas, legitimately, I thought they were going to be bad still. But they weren't. Maybe it's all Mazepin's fault. Like I think so. I think it's just the Mazepin effect of just... He tainted Haas for that one season. Or two seasons. One season. Two. One. One. Um, but I think their gamble to not work on the 2021 car worked out. And, I mean, Kevin Magnuson had never even been to Saudi Arabia. He didn't even get to do practice on Friday, and he still finished tenth, ninth. He still yeah. beat Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, that says something. superior car. Yeah, that um, says something. So Haas's, Haas's redemption arc is this year. I can feel it. There's a lot of redemption arcs this year. I'm looking... <laughs> I mean, I think Haas... Can get a podium, mm-hmm. um, also. But Haas being good is definitely that will be a prediction that we do not get right. We did not get that Cause right because they are definitely unless they just go to shit and never score yeah. again, they are definitely going to beat their first season by a comfortable margin. I think they're already halfway there in two races. So yeah, that's pretty um, awesome. We're on to three, three. Everyone won the podium. Now it's your turn to go first. Is it? Yeah. Okay, my three is Mercedes. Because I think that's where I don't. <laughs> I just think they. I mean, I think they are third. I guess I didn't really. I guess for some reason I didn't take into account that Mercedes shouldn't be this far off. Because I've definitely done this for Ferrari before. Like in the past seasons, I've definitely said Ferrari might be third best, but I think they're a lot worse because they should be up front. Yeah. So I guess for. I guess I just didn't really take that into account yeah. for Mercedes because I think you can. Because right now, on average, I think they are the third fastest car. They I just think, should yeah. be. They're just way. They just. I don't know where it all went wrong, but um, they're just not. There's not even really a lot to say yeah. for Mercedes. I mean, really, like they could have put them last because they're. I've never watched an F1. I've never watched an F1 where Mercedes is just nowhere for the whole weekend. Yeah, that's it's true. just foreign. It so. Is. Um, but yeah, I don't really have a lot about to say about Mercedes. George Russell's doing pretty well, yeah. but not. I mean, right now, if it stays the same, I don't even think I, I, they could not win this season, no. which would be 
bad for the predictions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially considering Mercedes doesn't win, and I still have Bottas, Gasly, Vettel, and all those other guys I picked. So, oh yeah, if Mercedes doesn't win. I'm going to have negative points on that question. <laughs> yes. Um, my number three is Haas. Let's go. Yes, I'm Team America. Never team... fear, Haas F1 is here. Yes, I I'm. Our predictions was pretty grim about Haas, and I think it was just more of like trying to prepare for the worst, but hope for the best kind of thing. And the and hoping for the best really worked because I am so excited that they're doing so well. And I 100% think that like once um, Schumacher's back and like racing and doing like a few races in, I definitely can see him and Magnussen just like right with each other so i think they could definitely be kind of like how ferrari and red bull is is right now where they're just two little two little buddies <laughs> holding hands just walking their way down the 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 stretch and just making their way up there so i definitely could see at least magnuson on the podium this year um at least once if not more but it'd be great if schumacher made it on a podium too but i think he's just a little a little too new still and but they have a good car, which is crazy to think about. But from the last Schumacher years. does crash a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> so hopefully he gets over that. Yeah, I think I think he, uh, I think him his crash in Saudi Arabia was very much like he was like really on the limit and just like pushed it way too far. So number two, I feel like this will be this will probably be pretty cut and dry. Yeah, but we'll see. This will probably be like the back. Like the front and the back is pretty easy. Yeah. To... So what is your number two? My number two right now is Red Bull. Yeah. It's cut and dry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of the fact that the first race was like, that was tragic. Like that was just absolutely tragic. And I think as a Red Bull fan, I it was like really sad to see. But um, I think they're doing pretty good. I think, you know, they're they're kind of at where I expected, but I did not expect Ferrari to be the top team. I thought Mercedes would be, and Red Bull is just going to be, like, there. Um, I did not think that they would be right at the gate doing really well. Like, I, th- I don't think that's really either driver's style or even Red Bull style, so. <laughs> this is Peach, everyone. Who's here? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Peach's favorite driver is Nicholas Latifi, which is very interesting. (laughs) Very interesting choice choice because that's the one who interrupts us all the time. (laughs) Yes, there has been frequent yes frequent Peach interruptions do happen from time to time. And this podcast is sponsored by ExpressVPN. (laughs) Have you ever wanted to? (laughs) Yeah, my number two is also Red Bull. Um, I think I I could I I really did consider putting them top. Because I think, though I think Carlos Sainz is good and has done really well, he's kind of been off off of Leclerc, like a little bit more noticeably compared to like Verstappen and Perez. Because Perez got the pole and probably would have won Saudi Arabia. Um, so I, I could put Mercedes, or what the fuck, are, Red Bull. <laughs> I could have put Red Bull number one. But I think Ferrari, I mean, it's kind of clear that they're just a little bit step better in yeah. terms of of reliability for one but i mean that red ferrari and red bull are pretty close so yeah. it could go either way um but yeah red bull's number two and my number one drum roll please it could be anyone who's it gonna be wait it's ferrari oh, oh my god what crazy um yeah i uh i predicted this that's i mean i, I knew this was gonna happen i was genius yeah i mean no they're good they're uh 
I hope they don't Ferrari it up. Like I, yeah. I hope they continue down the right path because because I did watch in 2017 and I did watch in 2018 and I did watch in 2019 where they fucked it up. Yeah. So I would like to see them not do it for once. Oh yeah. And um. I think. Oh sorry, are you done? Yeah. Are you done? Yes. I'm, <laughs> yes. If if you must. Go. Uh, yeah, I have to go now. Thank you. <laughs> um. Obviously, my number one is also Ferrari. What? What? I know. Crazy, right? Um, but I think Charles Leclerc is so cute. So that's why I picked him as my number one. Charles Leclerc is the hottest he, F1 driver. Hot take. He is the hottest F1 driver. It's not a hot take. That's a fact. Uh, that is a fact. Um, we can also do a video on that. I was, I was going to do a video on that. Like we could top do, five. Yeah, top five cutest drivers. Because I thought, oh, it'd be funny. Because why would I do Get that down. as a... As a man. As a man. Hey. Because no. sometimes you have sometimes you have opinions. Hey, that's okay. You're allowed to have opinions as a man. This video is sponsored by Curiosity Stream. Um have you ever wanted to watch a documentary about some fucking specialist and his do his shit or whatever? Then visit Curiosity Stream to learn how to edit video. Ferrari, yes. So Ferrari is uh definitely stellar i think they're doing great i think i think it's really interesting because like we saw saudi arabia like leclerc being like yeah good job max whatever but like leclerc even said in a interview he was like i could i can fight too like he's like i can get i can get dirty like i'm ready to do this so i think it'll be really fun to see the, them two kind of duke it out for plus but also it's interesting to think about too because ferrari even they're surprised by their own, like, how well they they're doing. They spent the whole summer or summer, winter, winter. saying, this is our build year. Like, this is our platform yeah. year. We're not going to be there. And you, they are. So I'm wondering, like, what, what engineer is probably sitting there scratching their head right now going, wait, what did we do differently that is now it could, really good? It could just be them saying that. Because, yeah, you know, all teams say that. You know, yeah. they're all like... Oh, I really think Mercedes is better. Like we did well because they're just kind of. I mean, all the teams say that to to when they when they do win. Yeah. They're like, oh, we thought we thought Red Bull was better, and we still won. You know. Yeah, they, they, they got their they, poker they take faces. Jabs. They're trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I do that with our fantasy, honestly. I. <laughs> you. you <laughs> just so everybody knows, we had known in a fantasy together with a few of our coworkers, and he has he tried to trick one of our coworkers, Colleen, into picking a bad team i did not that is not true <laughs> i i told her to pick leclerc she, no idea. she picked hulkenberg but i told her to pick leclerc. Right, right, can right. we name drop people is like colleen gonna sue us for <laughs> no i no <laughs> so no but she most right colleen's winning our fantasy right now because she did colleen amazing. has never watched an f1 she's race never, before and she is winning and she's winning but also to be fair everybody else in it it's like basically just me and Noel like actually know what's going on and like actually switch the right people in and out but i was there at work the day that of that race and i was like i just kept going over to Colleen and i was like dude you're winning right now in fantasy she's like i am she was so excited like it was really good i think i think hopefully that'll get her into the sport and maybe she'll really like it maybe she did say she wanted to watch drive to survive there you go we'll just get her to we'll, we'll corrupt her tissue break tissue this break. video is sponsored by puffs plus, <laughs> puffs lotion. plus lotion i've used probably like seven today oh, okay Sorry, I um, my only the only comment I was gonna make about um, fantasy related to talking down my own team is that I know for a fact I've told every time I talk about it, I'm always like, 
yeah, Delaney's team is better. I kind of just got lucky here. Like, I'm honored. <laughs> Thank you. Well, are are you, or am I just, am I just playing mind games? I'm playing mind know. games with my team. We'll see how this week goes. <laughs> my team may be stacked right now. We'll see. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that that is our pyramid for. This That's week. our pyramid. And we're back. And now we will go into the power rankings, the KD power rankings, or DK. Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's a thinker. That's a, you got to think about that one. Where did I get those? Anyway, um, the Donkey Kong Power Rankings, officially sponsored by Nudie Hand Sanitizer. Um, the Nudie Hand Sanitizer Power Rankings. So this is going to be more of an ag- agreement, I think. We're going to – I mean, we obviously have our own top five and bottom five, but I think we'll sort of try and come to agreement so we can definitively say this is where we're at. And then maybe in future episodes we can – talk about it more we get to put plus five positions minus four positions i don't know mm-hmm. we'll do something like that so we'll start with the bottom five dun, dun, dun. you guys suck all right and that's coming from me i know everything we've de- we've long since established this on this channel and i'm always right um so we will be starting with the bottom five dun, dun, dun. the guys that are not doing particularly well we can say they suck we can say they're off on that they've been dealt a bad hand for these first few races. But the point is, I'm not impressed by you, you chaps I'm about to mention. But to throw them down, be, be, if you want to come on the podcast and defend yourself, go ahead. Yeah. DM me. Um, Post up. But, but I don't think you will because I think you're scared. All right. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but so my bottom five Sonoda, Albon, Stroll. Ricardo and Latifi. So that's that's my bottom five yeah. right now. We are about to have the craziest debate you've ever seen. Maybe, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I don't we'll know. see. All right. Well, mine are the same five, but Shit. same same drivers in <laughs> different order. So I have Ricardo, Albon, Sonoda, Stroll, Latifi. So I think we lined up with <laughs> Latifi is last. Latifi is last. <laughs> so we can definitively say Latifi is last right yes. now. <laughs> yes, I think we both can agree that Latifi's good, so we're good with that position. I guess we could just work our way up from there. Then. Um, so what did you have as your? 18? I have Ricardo at eighteen. Yeah. Although, do you have Stroll? I could put Stroll there, I think, because I have Ricardo down there mainly because I feel like he should be doing better. Right. Um. So it's more of like uh, my expectations were maybe higher for Ricardo because of his experience and stuff like that so i think i could move ricardo up but i still i still think he should be like a little bit lower because i'm i don't know i'm just we just hate i'm just gonna hate on daniel ricardo poo poo on ricardo (laughs) so i could put stroll 18 or bottom two i should probably not say the numbers because i'm gonna fuck myself up (laughs) um so above stroll you have i have sonoda I don't think Sonoda's that low. I could, like, yeah, I could, I could definitely see like, I could probably see Ricardo or Albon taking that spot, but you have to convince me of which one. Albon, yeah, did I? He wrecked in Saudi Arabia. I don't remember where he was running before that. Maybe like twelfth or something. So like yeah. decent, but like there I think, were a lot I think of we're kind of giving Sonoda a little bit of a of a hard time right now, just <laughs> because he didn't even race in the second race. So it's basically like putting Mick Schumacher down there. But in the first race, he, he finished eight, so he did well. He did I think well. I just, but I think I think that... I honestly just put him there because yeah, you know, I said it in the last video. Yeah, he's short. 
He's short. He can't ride roller coasters. We don't like him. <laughs> I'm more. In, I I more would say Albon. Okay. Even though I can't even really say if he out is outperformed the car in Bahrain by getting into Q2 because it could just be out or Latifi just really is bad. Like yeah. I don't really know where the Williams is yet. Yeah. So I would say Albon and then Ricardo and, and then, then Sonoda. Because everyone else, I mean, the only other driver I could even think of putting there is Hamilton. <laughs> because he's way off like he's way off where he should be. Yeah. Because my next ones are like Joe, who I at more I think he's done really well. He's just a rookie. Yeah. So yeah, like I don't, that's, I don't yeah. want to put him in Not the bottom fair. five. Yeah. Right. Um All these guys have no excuse to be down here. <laughs> you really gotta get better because we're gonna send better. this to the teams and they're gonna be like Latifi, you're gone because these two random people just put you at the bottom of their list. But I think I think that's a good. So what is it? It's uh, Sonoda, Ricardo, Albon, Stroll, Latifi. Yes. Okay. That's the bottom five for, for the first two races of the season. Top five. This one might be a little bit more aligned. I feel top like. five is pretty probably pretty cut and dry. Mine, from fifth to first, is K Mag, Russell, Max. Checo and Leclerc. We do not have exactly the same drivers. Oh. I have Sainz, Perez, Magnussen, Verstappen, and Leclerc. Okay. Who'd you have at number two? Checo. Checo. Perez. Yeah. I think. I think um, yeah, we have the same drivers then. I don't have Russell. No, you don't have Russell. Yeah. Do, yeah, you, yeah. do you not have Sainz? I don't have Sainz. No. I. I could definitely see him taking his taking Checo's spot. Or Russell's spot. But, in my opinion, I don't think he's 100% comfortable with the car yet. And I don't think he really knows how to handle it. Once he does, he'll be, like, up there with Leclerc and Max. But, right now, he's kind of just, like, riding the Ferrari wave of just, like, my car's pretty good, so I'm just (laughs) going to go. But I haven't seen him, like, do anything that I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's going to be pretty cool for the season. Besides bitching to the stewards about (laughs) fucking Perez cutting the the line. The pit lane. The pit lane. lane. (laughs) Um, I agree with you. I just don't think I've seen it out of Russell either. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like he's finished where he should finish in the Mercedes. Mm-hmm. He definitely he beat Lewis Hamilton, but I don't know. I I don't see Russell better than Sainz, but I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I could think about this. I, 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 I think. The, the, you want to hear my reasoning behind Russell? Yes. Is mainly because he's able to stay in that position and, and, hold that spot yes he's not really like fighting for it and he's not really trying to move his way up but for it being his first year with mercedes and moving from a team like williams which as we can tell with latifi and fucking alban <laughs> right now being our are the two bottom <laughs> but um like i could just see him as a driver really developing really well into this role and doing really well when it comes to being a fighting shot for the top three not saying he is top three right now. He definitely could be ranked number five. Like I could definitely put him down there, but I think he definitely has a pretty solid understanding. Even if it is like a shit car, like if he's driving a shit car, as Hamilton is saying, he's doing pretty good for a shit car. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm I, I'm fine with putting Russell at five. All right, and then I, I think I think it, Perez is definitely better. That was my sort of reasoning for putting mm-hmm. Science at five because I had him up against Perez when I did my picks, but. Yeah. I, I, we could put Russell five because he is at least doing at the he's doing what his the Mercedes car is capable of yeah. right now. He's doing pretty well and yeah. he is kind of 
outshining his teammate, at least based off Saudi Arabia. So I could put Russell five. Yeah. Who did you have as four? I had Perez at four. Uh, Um, Because I just... Do you have Verstappen ahead of Perez? Or do you have Verstappen behind Perez? I do. Which, looking back, probably wasn't the best idea because now I think... I think things could have been different if if there wasn't a safety car in Saudi Arabia. But I think... I don't know. I think Verstappen is comfortably better than Perez on on a regular basis. And Perez... Verstappen could catch and pass Leclerc, but Perez never catch and caught and pass Sainz. So right, that's true. I But I can't put I can't put K Mag over Perez though. So you have I have K Mag as fifth right now technically, but since we moved Russell to fifth, he would I would technically put K Mag as fourth. Yeah. I think that's because Perez I mean he would have probably won Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So I could put Magnuson and then Perez. Yeah, I agree. And then Verstappen Leclerc, I think, is probably yeah, that's, pretty, that's pretty safe. Yeah. Because, but. Thanks, Peach, for your input. You agree? Yeah. I know that you're a Williams, you're a Williams fan, but like, they have to be at the bottom. I'm so sorry. They suck. They Peach. suck, Peach. <laughs> but I do think it's important. I mean, I already said it. It is important to say Kevin Magnuson. Especially since he didn't even have a ride like a week before barring testing is pretty impressive. So he could be number one, honestly. Like it, yeah, he he could definitely move up. Like I think I think as a from a um a performance standpoint, Kevin Magnuson definitely deserves to be in the top five. <laughs> like even though he's like you know finishing fifth and all that, but like yeah, it's like that's sort of more how I did this one was more on like. I tried to take into account the car. The like, car, yeah. If you're so like Hamilton, like really could have been bottom, taking into account For the sure. car. But yeah, um, we've given Lewis Hamilton a little bit of leeway, but maybe not next time. Nope. Better catch up, Lewis, or come on the podcast and defend yourself. Yeah, Lewis, come on. <laughs> so yeah, so we got from five to one. We got Russell, K Mag, Checo. Max and Leclerc. I think that's a pretty good mix. I think that's, that's pretty. Fair. I think that's, uh, yeah. I think that's what it is right now. That is. And uh, hopefully, I hope Sainz does better. He, I looked, his, he did not finish ahead of Leclerc in 2021 mm-hmm. until Monaco. Right. And I feel like Leclerc beat him on a lot of it more. Didn't, but also, didn't Leclerc but, crash a lot? I think we talked about that prediction. It's like, Leclerc crashed. Leclerc crashes a lot. I, yeah. I think last year wasn't as bad. But one thing Sainz does did is that when he beat Leclerc, he was usually on the podium. Yeah. Sainz has four podiums. Leclerc only had one. So I definitely think eventually we're going to see a race where Sainz like gets it. But until then, right now, I just I'm I don't know like Ferrari or Red Bull is so close that I don't really think he's shown no as much as maybe we predicted or thought he would. Right. But it is early days still. Oh yeah. Of the. 2022 season and honestly i think that's everything do you want to do a do you want to do an australian prediction australian no? prediction yeah yeah what are we predicting the podium pole sitter who finishes um, 14th <laughs> finishes 14th are we gonna have six dnrs no. stroll will finish 16th is it a dnr DNF, 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 DNR, DNRs do not resuscitate. <laughs> I hope we don't have six of those. <laughs> that would be, 
Ooh, knock on wood. Um, yes, thank you, thank you. All right, podium or? I'd say let's do let's do podium and well, let's do pole and podium. Australia. We haven't raced in Australia in a while. Yeah. So I feel like I'll go with Leclerc for the pole. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like right. I I mean, it's been a while since we raced in Australia. But I feel like Red Bull has never been that great there. No. So um, I'll go with Leclerc. Um, although, ooh, will this be with the one? It is street circuit. I feel like Sainz is better at like the technical. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to pick Sainz. I'll stick my... with Leclerc so we yeah. don't pick the same thing. Yeah, I, I was going to go with Sainz just because I feel like he, he was right there in Saudi Arabia. And then... I think it was like two tenths of a second or something like that. Something crazy where it was just like Perez just barely skimmed by to get pole. So I think Sainz will definitely get pole. Um, and then podium. Call me crazy. I feel like a Haas is going to be on the podium for. Ooh, Australia is kind of their best. It is. Australia is kind of their best track. Like It is. They almost got fourth and fifth that one year. Ooh. But I think it'll be at the expense. I don't hope it happens. I think it'll be either at the expense of somebody, one of the front runners retiring or crashing. I think we're kind of heating up a little bit to the point now where, like, it could get a little... It could get dicey. Australia is a track that's usually pretty hard to pass on. So maybe with the cars, it'll be different. But... K-Mag signs Max. I think that's what's going to happen. I think... Not that I don't think Leclerc is going to finish. I hope he does. Maybe he will. But I, my, my dream prediction is that K-Mag gets a podium. Signs also gets a podium, but that Max is going to win it. I think Leclerc is either going to crash out or something's going to happen. He could get stuck behind. We have seen virtual safety cars. Oh, yeah, or we just get like a crap ton of safety cars and you're just like stuck. So. All right. I think I... A Haas podium, if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to be Australia or Austria because for some reason those Aus countries are their best races, at least in a different time. Maybe the new Haas is different now. But I'm going to – do I go safe or do I – I'll play it a little bit in that I won't have basically the same podium that we have. I'll, I'll say Russell third. And you know what? I'll say I'll say Perez and Sainz. I'll say okay. Max and Leclerc wreck each other. There first clash, yeah. Turn one, mm. first lap. Dramatic. Perez, or what is this? Verstappen <laughs> and Leclerc, their first come together of the season because it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, so might as well start it, start it now. Um, there you go. So yeah, so yeah. Russell, Perez, Sainz is I think the order I said them in. So nice. Science is gonna he's coming back, bro, and we know There we go. We know I'm always right. So Oh yeah. <laughs> and that I think everyone will do it for the first official episode because the predictions was pilot. <laughs> um I don't have anything else to Peach. Peach, come here. I don't have anything else to say about F one. I probably don't have to talk about F one for the rest of the my life. Like it's two hours, like two hours. Like <laughs> I got the peach. Sing us out, Peach. Well, I gotta shake her up to get her. There we go. I'm sure you can hear. The, I'm sure you could hear the. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. 
We got a we got a, a nicer mic. <laughs> so there you go. That's all you get a peach. Oh god, oh god, oh god, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say really. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I think the only thing that I have to say is that this video probably won't even come out till after Australia, unfortunately. Yeah. Because so I don't so yeah. We're the, recording this on the Monday before move. Australia. I don't know how these people do it where they're like it's just got to be their full-time they job. They hire then. an editor, probably. Yeah. I don't have an editor, and I have school, and I'm very tired. Our editor's tired, name so. is Noel, and he's great, and he's, he does the best. <laughs> I hate editing, so anyway. <laughs> but but this will be out at some point, so maybe maybe you'll be watching this after Australia and being like, wow, they were so wrong. Lance Stroll won. Right, but, yeah. Let's hope. But let, But that is it. For today so thank you everyone for watching yes, thank and you. we will see you in the next video thank you peach thank you, thanks peach. for the call out <laughs> burr, 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 burr. now it's like an, a fake news report where they back the camera up dim the lights and we just dun. talk about whatever yeah all right